This is Nikki Bruno with the Epic Comeback Podcast, where warrior women who've gone through absolute caca give you advice to get to the other side of yours. I am here today, and so honored to be here today with Becca Moody. Becca, thank you so much for being on this podcast. Thank you. So Becca, I would like to give you the mic to introduce yourself and let us know who you are and where you're from and how you stay busy during the day. Okay. Uh, I am originally a small farm girl from Virginia, and now I'm all the way across the country in California, and I provide outdoor CFO services to companies large and small that are starting up or in need of a business turnaround. And uh, in between, I'm chasing around my nine-year-old son and my seven-year-old daughter. They have a much busier social life than I do, so that is (laughs) the majority of what I do. Yeah, yeah, no, I can, I can tell you're super, super busy, especially super busy. So as you know, Becca, this is a podcast by and for women who've gone through some really rough stuff. So what I would love for you to do is summarize what you went through and what was the worst part. So yes, I, so I got divorced or separated two years ago and it was a, the marriage was dead long before it ended. And what caught me off guard was that as painful as the process was, I was not prepared for the emotional pain. I thought that I had already grieved the loss of my marriage before it was over. And I was totally caught off guard by the deep emotional pain and the fact that I could still be hurt so badly during that process. Um, so that was definitely the thing that, um, that caught me off guard um, the most. But happiness, the, uh, the rainbow on the other side made it all worth it. Oh, well, that is really good to hear because I know from personal experience that divorce is an extraordinarily painful um, situation, particularly when there are kids involved. So let me ask you, now that you're in the place of the rainbows, tell me what it's like being on the other side. What's the best thing about being where you are now? I've never been so happy in my entire life and the, the richness of how happy I am. I I went from constant terror about being spied on and being recorded without knowing and not and knowing coming home and knowing that everything had been snooped through and my privacy being violated and stalked and hacking my email and now I have them and I I know that some of my happiness comes from just being happy and having this amazing, fulfilling life. But some of it comes from the fact that I appreciate how much better my situation is than it could be. And I appreciate that now I'm in this amazing place. I will, nothing in my life will ever compare to that. And so if I got through that, I can do anything. Nothing will ever be difficult again. Wow. Well, I just heard that. (laughs) Nothing will ever be difficult again. I hear you. Yeah, life is not without its challenges, but I started a business last year and it's taken a year for us to totally get it off the ground and the stress pales in comparison. I, you know, not, nothing in my life will ever be as difficult as what I've already been through. Mm-hmm. It is amazing when you're going through a really rough time to to kind of have a moment where you realize that what you've almost kind of gotten used to is something that feels like some kind of soap opera or TV show. 
Mm-hmm. And it sounds like you had that experience. And so I really hear you. It strikes a chord in me when you say that kind of just being happy is a different experience now because you, you because it's richer. You were talking about the richness of your happiness. And yes. it isn't even necessarily that the circumstances have to be so different from the way they were before you went through crisis. At least here I am. I don't mean to project onto you. I'll just say for myself. No. It's richness that you feel in just being able to be happy, kind of. Yes, it is. It is like the Wizard of Oz. I went from black and white to Technicolor, and the just everything. Everything is richer because I'm free and I'm happy, and I get to make my own decisions, and I don't ever have to go through that emotional pain. So fantastic. So Becca, I am finding that brave warrior women tend to travel in packs. And I'm wondering if there's anyone who stands out for you who has had a journey through some caca and gotten to the other side and might be a good guest on this podcast. So I do, um, I do have one friend that, um, and I'll I'll keep her name (laughs) myself, but I do have a friend who she shared, um, she didn't, it was a, a difficult conversation when I first told her that I was thinking about going through divorce and she shared her own experience with me. Um, and knowing that she moved on and met somebody else and started her own family and she was able to give me some advice. I didn't always agree with, but I did appreciate that she was trying to help me you know, from her own experience. But yeah, I can share her name with you later. That's awesome. That's- Thank you so much. So now we've come to the real nugget on this podcast, which is what is one piece of advice that you would give to women who are going through the caca right now, to women who are in crisis right now? How would you advise them on getting to the other side? This, okay, so this is where I will get on my soapbox. And it's, in a, in a nutshell, it's self-care. For me, it was finding yoga. I, I've been a longtime runner, and so I was you know, hitting the road, running myself to the, into the ground um, during that, during the, the separation and the divorce. And about six months after the divorce was finalized, I had a friend invite me to yoga class and it unlocked something in me that, that made me realize this is something for me. It's the first thing that I'm doing for myself, purely for myself to enjoy. And I'm not doing it for anybody else. I'm not doing it to make anybody else happy. I'm not doing it because I'm supposed to do it because it's good for me. And I tell everyone I know self-care find something that makes you happy and dedicate time for that because it's it's just like when you're on an airplane you're supposed to put your mask on first before you help anybody else and uh, you know especially going through a traumatic experience like this you have to take care of yourself whether that's a bath and a glass of wine at night or carving out an hour to read a book in a coffee shop it's something that is fulfilling but some kind of self-care you have, you know, especially because a lot of us have not had that level of self-care in a very long time before entering a situation like this. So that is my big thing is do something for yourself. Don't feel guilty about it. You are entitled to that and it will bring you so much happiness and help you center for all of the rest of the things that you have to take care of. Yes. And what I would love to emphasize is that it is very hard when you are becoming a single woman and a single mom at the same time, it's challenging to make self-care happen. And yet it is just as important, if not more important, as it has ever been. 
So it's that it's like, it's, it's a challenge, but it's also really an important call to action. Yes. I, I get, um, on the weekends that I have my kids, I get a babysitter to come over on Sunday afternoon for you know an hour and a half so that I can go to any of the class in because it make I'm a better person when I take care of myself. And if it means that I'm gone for an hour and a half, then I will more than compensate with presence and quality time for the rest of the time that I am there. And you know, removing the distractions and doing something to take care of yourself centers you so that you can be more present in the rest of your life. Yeah. I, I applaud you, applaud you and admire you for doing that. That's really, really great. And your kids are benefiting. They may not know it, but they're benefiting from that. <laughs> My kids are happier than they have ever been. And actually they've started joining me in, in my nightly at home yoga practice. Um, <laughs> so they're, they're doing it with me too, but I have noticed that the happier I am, the better that I take care of myself, the more I stay reflected in my children. They see that I'm happy and that makes them happy. And the time that we're together is healthier. We're all happy there. It's, it's the overall mood of my house has changed so much. That's awesome. So Becca, since we're all about being epic here on a totally different topic, if you could have any superpower, what would it be? Oh, that's an easy one. I would stop time because Ooh. how many things are there that we could do if we had more time? If I could just stop time to have an extra hour to make my daughter's birthday cake or an extra hour to get that work project done. Like if I could just find a way to squeeze a few more hours in the day, I would stop time to do everything else I need to do. <laughs> Yeah, that would totally be a superpower. Let me know when you find out how to do that. Because <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> That's awesome. awesome. We'd raise a lot of money for us to start up for that one. <laughs> Becca, thank you so much for being my guest today. Um, where can we, how can we follow you? Where can we find you online? Uh, let's see. My Instagram is BeccaMoo1091. Mm-hmm. And that is, uh, that's probably the easiest way to find me or on LinkedIn, Rebecca Moody Harris. Okay. Awesome. Thank you so much, Rebecca. This is Nikki Bruno. I'm sorry. I just called you Rebecca and your name is Becca. (laughs) This is anything but Becky. (laughs) (laughs) This is Nikki Bruno with Becca Moody on the Epic Comeback podcast. For more information on how to stage an epic comeback in your life after going through a life shattering situation, please go to theepiccomeback.com.